0: Welcome back to the Final
1: Whistle podcast. Time to run. Welcome back to the Final Whistle. Only four teams remain. Who will make the 2019 Grand Final? I'm back from annual leave last week, and this is our second last show to our summer series. Tonight we will. Interview Leilani Latu, who joins us on the podcast from the Gold Coast Titans. We'll recap finals week two. We'll have our normal, the final whistle, rugby league around the grounds. And we'll finish the podcast with previewing finals week two, as well as the NRLW round three. Fifey, I know you're not feeling that well, but what caught your eye in week two in the final series?
0: Uh, probably the lack of football. <laughs> uh, Friday night, Saturday night, and then... Luckily for uh, having Canterbury Cup, New South Wales, on TV. We had footy on uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, along with the uh, NRLW. Uh, Newtown Jets and Wentworthville making the grand final. Uh, seven versus 8th. doesn't happen all too often, but um, it'll be happening this weekend. And uh, we'll discuss that a little bit later on as we... Uh, get into the around the ground stuff. What happened? What happened with you, mate? What we'll caught your eye? Uh,
1: slap a thongs. so, you know, no one's bad enough to throw a punch these days, so they think they could just slap, um, yeah. They probably got it right, you know, uh, being consistent, you know, Walker went to the bin, and then they gave him a fine. Consistently inconsistent. Yeah, and then, obviously, Smith <laughs> did what he did, and then he got sent to the bin, and they both got a fine. Um, how do we stamp it out? What do we do, like? <laughs> Go of soccer, you can't touch anyone? It's, it's
0: stupid. All it is nowadays is they all come running in the handbags and see who's got the, the biggest shade of lipstick. I um, don't know why they outlawed the, the punch for anyway, trying to clean the game up for a minority. Uh, I'd like to see the same... Same kind of um, caucus that has eroded the punching from NRL, go over and try to do the same to the NHL. Really would love to see the same group of idiots go over and try to change what's been happening for generation upon generation upon generation of, of um, National Hockey League. They fight over there and then they go and take their spell in, in, in the timeout. I, I reckon bring it back. And, you know, it, it, it'll stop it out. It, it'll stamp it out, that's for sure. It'll stamp out all this little, little man running up going, ha, ah, come on, come punch me because he knows you're going to sit in the bin.
1: Exactly. That's what frustrates me the most. Um, five minutes. Do you reckon we should bring the five minute bin or happy with 10 minutes?
0: 10 minutes. 10 minutes was originally for <laughs> a foul on the game um but if you're going to send players to the bin for slapping someone i believe it should be reduced um to at least 7 minutes if not <laughs> 5 minutes and um Rather than send them up the tunnel, I do like what they do in Oztag and sit them at the opposite end of the trial and so they can actually uh, witness any tries being scored from their stupidity.
1: Makes sense. All right, guys, that's the intro. Um, Stay tuned for the uh, interview with Leilani Latu. Recap Finals Week 2 brought to you by HQ Services Electrical and Air Conditioning. For your high quality electrical aircon needs, please contact the boys on 1800 954 403 for a free quote. As we know, summer is fast approaching, and the last thing you want on a hot day is your aircon to car kit. The boys at HQ Services will never let you down. First game. Uh, here we are, the Raiders are waiting in Canberra to face South Sydney after the Robodos finally put the lid on a never say die Manly with a 34-26 win at ANZ Stadium on Friday night. After a heart-stopping 80 minutes, Manly started to falter near the end through fatigue and errors. A shot clock penalty against DCE for not restarting play quick enough meant an Adam, Adam Reynolds penalty was the last points of the game. This is South's second consecutive trip. To the Premier League finals after FTC Wales' team lost to the Roosters in 2018, the match was at Allianz. But next weekend, Wade Bennett's men must travel to Geo Stadium in the nation's capital. Man the match with the camera Murray. Two tries, one offload, two line breaks, one try assist, three tackle breaks, one line break assist, 18 runs for 166 meters and 20 tackles. Five feet. What was your thoughts on the sin bins?
0: Yeah, we just covered it off. I think in the intro. If they're going to do that, wouldn't <clears throat> well, they better be consistent for the rest of the year and indeed into next year. The slap's a slap, though.
1: Jake Tbojevic, <coughs> Justice or Henry? What was your thoughts on
0: that? He's uh, hand did grab his jersey, so whether or not he was going to slow someone down 25 metres in back play, uh, remains to be seen. Um, look... I blew up watching the TV at home, saying it shouldn't have been a. Uh, it shouldn't have been a sim bin. The penalty would have been suffice.
1: But if you, you, you. I watched it over again. He went. I think it was. A, he went left and he passed it, and it went forward anyway. So it should have just been the edge of it. Should have just stopped from there. It would have been no controversy.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> touch judge wasn't involved. Oh, touch judge wasn't up high and uh, further enough the call call on a a forward pass and you know they can't go to the bunker for a forward pass (laughs) Rugby League Clinic Paradise one week I had a storm the next Parramatta's season is over, crashing back to reality and the Melbourne Storm have booked a blockbuster preliminary final meeting against the Roosters after dominating Parramatta 32-0 at Amy Park on Saturday night the storm blew the Eagles away five tries in the first 27 minutes with the second of Cameron Smith's long and career barely making a dent in their path towards the final four. For Parramatta, it was a disappointing exit particularly following last week's record beating, breaking 58-0 demolition of Brisbane but in the scheme of things where, they've, where they are uh, Started out from being Wooden Spoon to finishing up fifth. Let's say it was a a season on the up for him. Uh, man of the match, uh, Nelson uh, so far solomona uh, One try, two offloads, one line break, five tackle breaks, 17 runs for 164 metres and 17 tackles. Dale, what's your thoughts on Chambers being dropped to the bench?
1: Um... I actually, I actually think that Curtis Scott's probably a better, better defender than him. Um, <coughs> Chambers is, is getting on as well, um, and they've, you know, they they bought they bought that um, fella from the Warriors. What's his name?
0: Solomon Kaka.
1: Um, plus they've got Scott, who's only around about you know twenty three, twenty four, and you got Olam's on. He's, he's there as well. You know, Chambers, was he thirty? Thirty one. Thirty one. Um, I think it might be the writing on the wall. He didn't have really good... Uh, he hasn't had the last last two Origins series. He probably hasn't had the best. Um, the trails um, has got it over the top of him. Um,
0: the question is, though, <coughs> who in Australia has dollars, or is he going overseas?
1: It, the, uh, there's talks that he's going to go back to Union. Maybe he play the NRL in the Union and come back.
0: He's too old for Union as well, and some Japanese rugby sides willing to splash a bit of um yen around it's interesting
1: interesting the, uh, if the pay is if it's if it's going to go down that way um oh bellamy's made a, a big big call here but look at,
0: at the end of everyone's career you, you know depending on on where you are in life nine out of ten times is you, you go overseas for your last contractor and that extra dosh you know, most most Countries overseas aren't as physical as what the NRL is. So you go over there, run around, grab your paycheck, sightsee, live somewhere else other than Australia. You know, for 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 a boy from Northern Territory to play 216 NRL games and a handful of union games that
1: he's already played—that's for a state, country.
0: Uh, Yeah. Uh, I'd say he's done good from Northern territory
1: yes or no round one does Chambers line up for the Melbourne Storm 2020 no no Play- <laughs> players around <coughs>
0: uh, players around the there's
1: only two games
0: yeah I know I like Damien Cook and Cameron Murray from South on the Friday night game Thought, yeah. They um they they noticed the amount of work Cameron Murray does when he's off the field on the Friday night. I think he was off for all of about maybe fourteen minutes if that. <coughs> um so yeah, it'd be interesting to see They always say what you know, they do.
1: If you pick a player too early in the state of origin, could ruin him. But I think let's give him another couple of gears.
0: He's a different breed of player from the modern day there's a few of them creeping back in the Tebrojevich brothers Radley. Cameron Murray Radley uh, Sam Verrells looks really Bateman. good yeah, Johnny Bateman's there's footy players and then there's John Bateman <laughs> he's a cut above a cut above the rest in terms of <laughs> what he does for the, the type of body he has
1: yeah, I, think, I got Murray as well he's a <laughs> class above a couple of tries Just, just works his ass off, and like you said, when he was off, um, that's when mainly dominated when he was on. They, they, weren't, really, they weren't really there either. Team of the it round?
0: It's hard to go past the Storm, beating, you know, aside the Duck Egg that scored nearly 60 points the week before. <coughs> Rabideau's <coughs> a, a living on borrowed time, I think. I know Ricky Steele came out this week and said that they keep finding a way to win. They shouldn't have won last week. That's plain and simple. A few refereeing decisions helped them back into it and they went with the momentum off the back of that to get themselves into the position to to win. Uh, it's funny, I was reading an article this afternoon, Wayne Bennett has told the South Sydney players to make their own way to Canberra. So... No bus. No bus, they're all carpooling. Ran out of money. Carpool, karaoke. I don't think it's ran out of money. I think he's trying to just gel them together, I guess. Something different? Oh, it is considering everyone will have a a wife and kids and whatnot, so it would be interesting to see how to get them all down. I love the old-fashioned, get on the bus, let's go. Um, kind of,
1: Uber from Redford, how much that cost? <laughs> about 600 bucks, I think.
0: You probably get some bloody Indian-Chinese guy to talk your ear off all the way down.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't get past the storm this week. Um, you did mention um, Parramatta, you know, from the Spoon to Fifth. Uh, big shout-out to Manly as well. A um, you know, couple of minutes away from you know finishing it, you know, going across to the Final Four. Um, Lots of them had them for the spoon or, you know, second last again. Um, That has what he's done to to that group. Um, I want to do that young playing group, um, Justice Moving Forward, so shout out to them as well. All right, guys, that's a recap for finals week two. Uh, We jumped the gun a little bit, just because Leila Latu is stuck in traffic, but we will get there as soon as he gets here. Thanks, guys.
0: Here we are, guys, the final whistle around the grounds. It's the business end here in most of the second-tier, third-tier semi-professional rugby league comps. Um, first thing first, grand final on the weekend, Western Suburbs, Rosellas ran out. Comprehensive um, victors, 36 nil over the Cessna Uh from reports, Paul Carter went off in the 46-minute injured and Luke Walsh only played six minutes they came off with a uh, ankle injury. Moving on the Canterbury Cup. Uh, two games on the weekend. Wentworth Hill Magpies defeated South Sydney Rabbitohs 35-10 and Newtown Jets defeated the minor premieres 22-20 on the Sunday game. So it is Wentworth Hill Magpies... The Newtown Jets in the grand final, as we spoke at the top of the uh, podcast. In the Ron Massey, Wentworthville Magpies defeated Mounties 22-12 to progress. And St. Mary's, led by Jeff Daniella, defeated Hills Bulls 32-16. Moving into Sydney Shield, and the East Campbelltown Eagles fell at the final leg to go back-to-back against Cabramatta uh 16 points to 42 and the Saints went down to Ride Eastwood Hawks 24-44. So Ride Eastwood Hawks will reversing Matter in the uh grand final there. Moving on to Jersey Flegg and the Penrith Panthers with um NRL rookie Matt Burton in there went down to Rabbitohs 28-16 and the Roosters went down to Raiders 12 points to 22 ...to make it a Rabideau's Raiders Grand Final... ...and um, Raiders hierarchy did try to get that match down there... ...Friday afternoon in front of 25,000 people... ...but to no avail. (laughs) New South Wales kept it the way it is. So moving on, (coughs) doing a bit of a preview here. Uh, Newtown Jets, Magpies, 3pm, Bankwest Stadium... ...I'm pretty sure it's live on Foxtel and I'm pretty sure Channel 9's live streaming it somewhere on one of their apps so the fullback for Newtown Jets is William Kennedy Sione Katoa and Tyrone Phillips on the wings with Aaron Gray and Ronaldo Mulitalo in the centers in the halves it has Jack Williams and Braden Trindle your forwards see Toby Rudolph and uh, Jamin Jalif line up as uh, the props with Blake Brayley at hooker Scott Sorensen, Jason Bakuya and Billy McGillis is your back row. Teg uh, Wilton, Jackson Ferris, Sia Sifa Talakai and Daniel Vasquez is on the bench. For Wentworthville, Josh Hoffman and Captain is your fullback. Charlton Schaffhausen and Greg lely Siwa is your wingers with Ethan Perry Harry and George Jennings in the centres. Your halves see Jason Solomon and Reese Davey team up, whilst your front row has Tim Manor in his last ever game in Australia, and Stefano Yutuki amanu as the other prop, with Matt McCourick as your hooker. Your back row for Wentworthville is Andrew Davey, David Gower, Penny Terrapo, with your interchange being Hayes Dunser, Oregon, Oregon Kafusi and Mitchell Buttfield and Haimona Aroti on the bench. Mate, I reckon is going to come out victors here. What do you reckon?
1: I've got the Jets. Um, the way that they played last week um, to defeat the Dragons who finished uh, top of the comp. That Rudolph, mate, <coughs> how's it, he's, a, he's a beast, mate. Is he... Is he Top 30 for the Sharks, or if not, It needs to be our our mate Billy, Billy, <coughs> Billy Mag, yeah.
0: Billy McGullis.
1: McGullis, he's going to be coming on the podcast. He filled in at 5'8 last week, and i tell you what, he's, he's got some more skills, he's got some, he's got uh, a last kick option kick too, so, um, be good there. It's, I just feel that, um, they got a little bit more experience, uh, like I said, seven versus eight, so that's toss a coin, um, I'm going to go to Blue Bags,
0: no, I'm going with Phil, at least Tim Manor will come out with a champion uh, with a with a premiership.
1: There's talks
0: that Gow might retire as well. Yeah. should you know, we'll see how it goes. Moving yeah. on to Ron Massey, mate. Um went with Phil Magpies up against Saint Mary's. Now we had Jeff Daniela in here early this year. You um, predicted this final <laughs> <laughs> he did, didn't he? he? He said it would be Wenny versus versus, versus them. So the lineup for Wentworthville Magpies sees uh, Josh Bergamon at fullback, uh, Iparama Navalli and Josh Minhini, Mich- 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 sorry for that, as your wingers Liam Mulvihill and Eli Roberts as uh, center uh, pairing, Henry Roali and Beau Henry are your yeah, halves. Henry used to play for St. George, if my memory serves me correct. Adam Spicer and Dereese Miller are your props with Brad from and dropping from, um, dropping from uh, Canterbury Cup down into Ron Massey to play in a grand final. Denny Howard, Kieran Heyman and Blake Cook are your back row with Dylan Izzard, Ridge Smith. Javi Luani and Nick Cassis as your bench for St. Mary's. Jake Toby lines up at fullback. Christopher Anuisi, Skanklin and Marley Sinney are your wingers. Jeff Daniella, captain, and Maliko Fil- Filino is your center pairing. In the halves, you've got Isaac Thompson and Kurt Falls. For your props, you've got Leonati, a fellow a Cattiria, and Vasili. C. Crickus and Menal Luke is your hooker god there's some names in here I feel sorry for the uh, commentators Patrick Hollis Patrick Hollis John Fayimu, and George Triskicus is your back row with Jake Mason, Thomas Romart Dylan Fawad and Thomas Skinner your uh, your bench there mate I'm going uh, I'm going St. Mary's the Westies mate I just yeah 27 <laughs> it's just a <laughs> Got to, got to look after that.
1: Shout out to Kurt Falls. Um, was it Jeff Deneuve had a big raps on him? Yes. we be in this year, so he'll be playing uh, for, a, for a contract. Uh, <coughs> not just in Ron Masi, but, you know. All was, over. All over. But, no, <laughs> He they? Oh, I saw that he signed with another club. Does that mean, is that now? Or he's not fit? Or he's injured? What's happening there?
0: No, I don't know. He hasn't played for the last couple of weeks. Not, he's I saw out? him
1: sign with uh, that, one of those country sites.
0: Um, no, that that'll be for twenty twenty. Uh, yeah. Um, because most yeah. of those country, much of the country rugby leagues are starting to finish up now. Um, look, at the end of the day, you have gotta look for your money. Country rugby league, they love snapping up old. Uh, not, I'm not say old. He's actually younger than me. Um, but retired NRL players, and they give them a job out there as well. Um, and most likely accommodation for the family as well. Um. Yeah, I think he might have just had an injury or, you know, they've just given someone coming through a shot to, to play.
1: Awesome. Jeff, Denley, Jeff Denley the first try scorer, Kurt Falls made the match.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and St. as the party back at the league slob afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <coughs> moving on to Sydney Shield, minor premiers, Cameron Mata have made it. Uh, they did go most of the season undefeated. Right Eastwood Hawks I, I believe were the first side that actually gave them the uh, their first defeat for the season and that's the side that lines up against Kabramatta. So we'll go through the side here. Uh we've got Christian Papa at fullback, Isaiah Tuari and Jason Jana on the wings. Uh in the centers you got Tavina Korosai, Anthony Raeb as your centres, for your half pairing Isaiah Penu- Penuve and Solomon Tomakino for your forwards you've got uh, Hira Raharaha and Nick Tomata with Aiden Carling as your hooker, in your second row, oh, your back row I should say, Justin Frayne, Ozzy Tuwangai and Sam McGregor is your lock, on your interchange bench you've got Kaka Punu Punufutu, Kili Alegutua and Tavita Masima and Tavita Via as well. So a couple of Tevitas on the uh, on the bench. Um, moving over to right Eastwood Hawks, uh, you got at your fullback Angelo Pana, Panamembalana. That's a tongue twister. Uh, you got Josh Josh Risk and. Kirk Patton on your wings with Bradley Cousins and Bradley Sincotta in your centers. I wonder if that Bradley Sincotta is related to our good friend Michael Sincotta. wonder. it be interesting to find out. Adam Risk at 5'8 with Mitchell Gray. So there's a couple of uh, couple of brothers playing across a couple of games this weekend. So it'll be, you know, it's, it's good to play with your siblings. Uh, in, especially in the grand final too. Moving into prop, uh, Callum Ellis and uh, Santino Badoglio has is playing in jersey number sixteen. Um, so he's come off the bench to start there. With Bennett Wheelhouse, uh, your hooker, moving in the second row. You got Langi uh, Suli Ruka playing in jersey number ten, but playing in the second row we have Tyler Seymour and Angus McIlroy. Playing in jersey number eleven in lock, bit of shift there. Yeah, there's been a bit of a shift. Uh, Tristan Evans, Tisoy, Brayden Guyan, Kobe Thorson, and Dane Noof in jersey number twenty-five on the bench. Mate, I'm going to tip an upset here. I'm going to tip Wright uh, Eastwood Hawks to beat Cabramatta here. Um, what about you, mate? How do you see this one?
1: Cabramatta too good. All you thirteen plus. 13-plus. No, not in the grand
0: final. Right Eastwood right Hawks will be up for the challenge. 20-6,
1: to 6, mate.
0: <coughs> All right, moving on to uh, Jersey Flag. Uh, Rabidos versus Raiders, fourth versus third. Uh, like we said, this should have been moved to GIO, but it's not. Uh, I'll go for the line-up here for Rabidos The fullback, uh, James Tatea-Lefio. Uh, he's fullback with Kane, Allen and Nicholas Mugeas as uh, wingers and Nicholas is the captain Mark Azarini and Jackson Paulo are your centre pairings move down to the 5'8 and half. The Lachlan Elias and Blake uh, T- 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 uh Luke Bain and Aidan Mani- Manowski as your uh, props with Joshua Cook, your hooker Talis Angianga and Matthew French, second row with Joshua Fepu Liai as uh, your lock. Moving to your interchange bench, Peter uh, Mamu Bradley Zempek, Luke Puru and Lizea Ranga Ichi is your bench for the Rabbitohs. Moving over to the Raiders, you have... Harley Smith-Shields is your fullback. Sammy Valimi and Manasi Ko as your wingers. Gideon Afimu and Matthew Timoku is your centre pairing. Moving into the halves, Joe Roberts and Tobias Westcott are your half pairing there. Tyson Hodge and Tom Robertson are your props with Kyle Patterson, your hooker. Lachlan Lewis and K. O'Donnell are your second row with Darby, Medlin, your lock, and your interchange bench sees Jordan Martin, Asila, Fano, uh, Titui, uh, Dwayne, Mariner, and Jackson Stewart, mate. Rabbitohs, I, I, I guess Rabbitohs will be the win- winner there, mate, what about you?
1: I've uh, got with the Raiders. Um, this Harry Smith Shields, so I actually saw him play. For, I think he played for um in Canterbury Cup. He's an absolute, he's an absolute beast. Um, so watch out for him. I think he's playing fullback. Yeah, fullback. Playing at the wing for the cup. But yeah, watch out for him. Um, he's a beast. But um, just on the women's league, or uh, well, the new stuff, NRLW, it was Broncos twenty, Roosters nil, and the Warriors six, and the Dragons twenty-six. That was round two.
0: Sweet as that's around the grounds, guys.
1: Tonight we are joined on the podcast by former Penrith Panther and current Gold Coast Titans prop forward Le- Leilani Latu.
2: Welcome to the final Whistle, Kong. Thanks, mate. Kong, it's good what to be they here. How's do call you Kong, mate? How did
1: this come about?
2: Um, funny enough, it was Garth Brennan called that called me that. He, um, we were in under eighteen's uh, Origin camp, and um, he was calling out the lineup. And so he's gone, David Klemmer, um, uh, uh, Michael Leisha, and then they he called them nicknames. He was calling everyone nicknames, and then he come to me, and he goes, "Well, he looks like a monkey." He goes, "You look like a monkey." I'm gonna call you King Kong. <laughs> so he ran with it, and um, and so I, I, I ran with it, and I um so wherever I went, uh, if they said, "Do you have a nickname?" I said, oh, just call me Kong." <laughs> and, and they said, as in King Kong, the gorilla, I said, yeah. I said, I got called that ages ago, so I said, I might as well just run with it. Just run with it? <laughs> I look like a monkey, I'll take it, I'll take yeah. it. Oh, I wasn't saying monkey, I was saying <laughs> <of> the size. Size I'm silent, I'm not a monkey. <laughs> uh, look, so you've got to watch what you're saying these days, people going to took that
0: the wrong way. I know,
2: I know, I <laughs> know. Awesome. So, when and why did you
0: start playing <clears> hurry <my> the <throat> league?
2: Um, I I started playing uh rugby league in the in the Bell Main comp. Um, and I was four years old when my mum introduced me to footy and I played in the under sixes for Leichhardt Juniors. Um, and I was playing with Aaron Woods, um, when he was there and um that was pretty much the start, you know, I and I always uh played two years up in in the Tigers comp because of my size, um, and then my mum said this comp's too easy. Um, let's go to a harder comp, and so we we moved from uh, our house in Stratfield, and um, we moved to the we moved to Wiley Park, and then I played my first game for St John's Eagles um, at our home ground at Belfield and. We played Baralla Bears that day in the under nines and I met kids, I played against kids that were my size and bigger for the first time in my <laughs> life as a little kid and I thought oh. I, said, right yeah, I said yeah, I I found the right competition and I stayed there, yeah.
1: So have you gone back uh, to St John's since you've made it and
2: met <laughs> that there or? Yeah, um, the last time I was there... Me and Josh Mansell went to their annual uh, fundraising night, um, and we were lucky enough to be presented with a jersey, Um, just to say, like, you know, you've fulfilled a a career that a lot of a lot of young kids dream about, and um, where they were just proud of us that you know, um, two kids from St. John's could somehow be on one team together and um and succeed uh like that and so um yeah you know I love St John's uh my nephew my nephew plays for him now did you um, see
0: what happened the other week we got a month with him over on the, uh, the beaches they're a great site
2: uh yeah in the fight with the fans yeah 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 i i knew all those kids i know i knew all those boys (laughs) i went to school with the majority of them (laughs) they were my younger in the younger grades but um yeah you know i i think um have you had a chance to speak to
0: me to kind of see what
2: went down no not really but just from an outside outside view i I think that player was all right confronting those fans like that. Well, um, the,
0: the footage shows that they all stood up when he came close, and yeah. then walked away. They arched up again. Yeah. So you uh, know, like, it's just I'm guessing a bit of a, a bit of racism over there on the northern beaches is, is mm, still kind of a bit right. Yeah. Depends on how what type of play. you we're we yeah. not that out. Yet. I, know. Kind, I of, know. kind of just
1: zone yeah. on what you're there for. Yeah. Did you go. Did you're did you in your own? Any racial
2: abuse you know growing up or as, as, as a teenager suppose, um but. well my mum had to my mom had to bring my birth certificate always <laughs> yeah. to um my younger my younger uh years because, yeah, because a lot playing. of parents used to say like how can you let this big kid be playing against against our kids like he's not our age get him out get him out or like they like they used to scream like hurt him and my mum like um like so I've got three older siblings who all play sport you know both of my sisters play basketball and my brother plays rugby union and league and my mum has successfully gotten kicked out of basketball stadiums (laughs) and off footy fields because she's almost ran on to punch the players that have arced up to either me or my brother so she's very protective um and so, when you've got parents screaming at me from the sideline, kill, like, hurt him. Mm. Well, there was one time where I've seen her run around to this lady and get in her face, threaten to want oh. to punch on with her, and she's like just throwing out the burst if you can go, he's the right age. Yeah. Obviously, nowadays, you know, um, what, the New South Wales comps rule by weight now? uh or is it, is there, it
0: hasn't? there is, is yeah funny enough a, a wait for age yeah there's no one playing it. but right. very very minimal uh participation numbers because i yeah. still want to play proper competition right. against proper people yeah so um yeah there, they, they did trial wait for age i don't think it was a, over a hugely successful competition like they had hoped mm. um it falls, basically falls back down on how you coached River, where, where yeah. you can train. That was going to be my next question. Okay. Did you ever get legs tackled by a smaller player?
2: Yeah, always. Um, you always thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, as a forward, you know, if you see someone in front of you that's half your size, you're licking your lips. You're like, <laughs> I'm going to run straight over you. But, um, I, yeah, I, I got my my fair share of little blokes getting under me and cutting me in half and all you ever do is like you just respect him after that get and on the head yeah, and good yeah after that after the game you just think far out this dude's like hard case um, <laughs> his yeah man he's batting way above his weight and um yeah, you
1: did mention your siblings and, and your mum and stuff like that so um did you just grow up this with your mum so we'll just, just go back a little bit what was your upbringing like you know was mum and dad there was it just, um, <laughs>
2: Um, uh, my, my father worked over in Adelaide, um, just to provide for us, um, whilst doing that, um, you know, my mum found it really hard to support four kids, you know, I, I went in and out of homeless shelters in my younger ages and, um, we, um, you know, we, we had to go without food some nights, um. And that was hard, and I I remember um, one time when we were at a homeless shelter where my mum saved up enough money to take us all to the Easter show that year, and we used to that 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 year we went there, and I don't know I don't know what happened, but there was this one game. I think it was called Monkey Mania or something. And you just got to hit this lever and you got to make the ball go into this little hole and it makes this monkey climb up the pole and you're racing against these other people. Well, that night, me, my two sisters and my brother just cleaned house that night. <laughs> we cleaned house. And we walked away with that many like toys, bears and everything. And we took a photo that night and... You know that that resonates for me always, because you know the room, the room. If you could picture it, it was like like not even like eight by eight meters. It was very small. We had two bunk beds. You know, I had to share one with my mum, and then my siblings shared the rest. And it was just a toilet there. But um, you know, we we had to we had to stay there for up to about uh, five or six years of my early childhood and then I moved over with my grandmother um, in Stratfield um, and then I got um, uh, I was abused as a kid you know sexually abused by my grandfather um, and that sort of messed with my mind a little bit you know and that was a sort of a, a reason why I had to play footy in my younger ages, just to get anger out, get my anger out. Because there's like everyone will will know there's a little voice in your head that sort of speaks things into you, and yeah. if you allow it to speak for it, then you sort of start acting like it. Yeah. And so that's that's what this little voice used to tell me, used to remind me what used to happen, and then I'd get even more furious and want to do things. So, footy was my only answer to try and escape, to try and get my frustrations out, um, and you know, talking to therapists, you know, as a kid, it it didn't really bode well for me growing up, um, and so only in about you know a good eight years, I've been you know clear of. The thought, the thought of it, the scenes of it, everything, the experience of it, that I haven't really thought about it anymore, you know, I had to come to a realization where um, if I have to move on with my life, I need to forgive those people, you know and so i had to forgive my grandfather for doing that. Um, do I speak to him? No, I still speak to my grandmother. she chooses to stay with him, and that's fine. You know, I don't hate her for that, um, but in order for me to move on, especially now because I've got kids, you know, I can't say one thing and act another way. You know, you need to say you need to you need to do what you preach. So for me, you know, I was I was always uh, brought up with the fact that you need to forgive those who hurt you, no matter what. And it's easy to say it, but not mean it in your heart. You know what I mean? So, when I when I said it, and I truly meant it, you know, I just started weeping, um, and I was in church doing that, and that was that was um, you know one of the most, but that was like a massive breakthrough for me, um, just to try and move on with my life. you percent. Yeah. Thanks,
1: thanks for that story.
0: It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not always nice to hear stuff like that. Yeah. But thanks for letting us know. Moving back into to the Rugby League arena, now, growing up playing touch football in the park, we always said, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to play Rugby League. Was mm. playing Rugby League professionally always on the radar for you as a kid?
2: Um, well, I watched my brother play. Um, he, I, I thought he was Superman at the time. He was playing. He's 11 years older than me, so I'm 26. He's 37. Yeah. He, um, I, he used to play a halfback back in the day, um, and he used to play for Leicard like Juniors in the Bellman Comp. He played Harold Max, played SG Ball for the Tigers. Um, so he used to play rugby league on Sunday, and on Saturday he used to play for the two blues, oh, the yeah. Parramatta yeah. Granville there, and he used to play fly half a fullback. Um, and I used to just always watch him. I used to love watching him because you know, everyone, everyone loved, loved him, everyone loved, like, they used to call him Bobcat, and so he, um, he, like, thrived on pressure, and so I, I love that, and um, I, growing up, my favourite player to watch was Ruben Wickie, so to watch a prop, and then to watch my brother play fullback and, and <laughs> half, with two different positions, and two different beings, so... Growing up my brother taught me everything that I know now. And then I only honed those skills in my last year with the Bulldogs with Jim Dimmick, James Graham, Des Hasler, and then I took that over to Penrith and Anthony Griffin helped me excel in From those you know. ex- yeah, helped me excel in those skills. Yeah, so um So
1: if, um if Rugby league wasn't the answer, and you didn't make
2: it. What career path would you have went down <laughs> uh, Well, growing up, everyone, like, and I, I, I believe this, um, all footy players come to a crossroad where it's either they want to play it or they don't. For me, it, I, got, I got to that crossroad when I was about 17, going into my year, uh, senior year at my school, and... Um, I said to my mum, I, oh, I said, I don't want to play footy. She said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I either want to be a chef or a teacher. Um, I used to love hospitality. Uh, only because I used to get to eat food. And I used to get A's in, in hospitality because I loved cooking. I loved making things. So um, there was that and... Um, my passion still now is, you know, wanting to help young kids. So I want to be a primary school teacher and I still do want to be that. And I said that to my mum. And her reply was, you're not doing either. She said, either you play footy or I'm going to send you to the army. <laughs> and I said, oh, I said, there's no way. I said, I'm not going to the army. I said, I'm too young. And she goes well, if you don't play footy, she goes, you're going to the army. She goes, you're not 18 yet. And I said, oh, fuck. I said, all right. And that's an ultimatum. So, <laughs> so I've played my, I've, I've um, gotten my HSC uh, marks back and I got a good enough grade to go to uni. And so as I've enrolled into uh, ACPE at Olympic Park, I've um, gotten a call from my manager and he said, look, hold off on going to college. I need you to go back to school to make the Aussie schoolboys. Um, and I said, yeah, but I'm not going to go back to my old school. There's no way. I said, I already said goodbye to everyone. I said, how is that going to be? He said, goodbye, oh, I'm back for another year. <laughs> I said, hell no. I said, I'm not going there. So he got me a gig with um, Patrician Brothers, Blacktown, and they they put me on a um, pathways program and they gave me three subjects to pick for the years and I said to my mum I said I'm not studying and I told the principal that I said bro I'm not studying I said I'm basically here for footy I said I won't get in the way of anyone who is studying for their, for their HSC I said but I'm just here for footy I said then I'm gone and he goes alright and uh, he said, oh, what? so what Marks? What um, subjects do you want to do? And I said, oh, I'll do maths, religion, and English. And he said, you know you don't have to pick them. I said, well, then what do you think I should do? And he goes, all right, I'll give you gym as a subject. <laughs> so I used to go work out for 50 minutes in the school gym. He goes. I'll give you library as a subject. He used to go to the library for fifty and sleep in the corner. <laughs> and he goes. And I'll give you sports coaching as a, as a subject. He used to go to this uh, teacher. His name's Adam Hardy. And he, he I think he still does stuff with the Roosters. And he used to just talk about footy. And I used to just go sleeping in the back corner again. <laughs> and they used to just leave me let me do that. They gave me all my clothes. I didn't have to pay for anything there. You know, they it was like oh, this is hectic. Of course. Seventeen year old kid getting yeah. <laughs> Um And they did it for me and David Noffelum with that yeah. Yeah. They brought David uh over from um John Terry High School from Campbelltown. <laughs> and he me and him were like the prodigal sons. We'll just <laughs> Like leaving school halfway through, oh we're just gonna go down to West Point, get, get a feed and come back. And the boys used to be like, you're kidding, like. <laughs> you get away unbelievable. So the so yeah, other back James you see
0: when you just went back just to, say, just to play did footy? Just to play Did you end up getting into the school boys I that? got
2: into the school boys, but then I got injured, had my first major um, injury. I broke a bone in my foot playing in the 20s for oh. the Bulldogs, yeah.
0: So we're just talking about systems and obviously you went back and done your uh, pathways to to achieve a schoolboy's footing. What other systems did you go through in in your quest to make NRL? Uh,
2: I went through the Bulldog system and that that, that system there instilled in me um, the culture that everyone knew what the dogs were about that they were willing to grind out a win. That it didn't matter how they do it, but they would it would be a tough day at the office and that 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 toughness was instilled in me by a lot of the old heads at at um at the dogs at the time I was there. You know, I, Terry Lamb used to be there and he, he'd be in my in my ear. Jim Dimmick was there, he'd be in my ear. Um and and then and then on top of that, you know, yeah, I had like a few. I had Tony Grimaldi training me, you know, and he and he's as tough as they come. Like he, there was no, there was no getting out of it with Tony. So, um, that that bulldog system helped me. Um, find find out about myself if I really wanted to play footy. Um and when I came to the realisation I wanted to play footy professionally, I just wanted to be a one man club, one man team, you know, like I wanted to play for the dogs for the rest of my life. Um my loyalty was blue and white through and through. I loved this area, you know, I knew everyone around the area. Um and I never wanted to leave. But it was just injuries started to happen and the dogs come to me and said oh look you you got to move on like you got to understand that you're injury prone and for us as a club you know we can't keep paying you if you're just going to get injured and as hard as that pill was to swallow you know it, it was a business you know that's that's it that's life and so i I got heavily depressed, you know i I took my frustrations out at my family um, at my partner at the time, and didn 't want to talk to anyone isolate myself you know, and I almost went suicidal thinking thinking about it because I missed out on schoolboys I missed out on the semifinals for the under twenties um and I didn't want to talk to anyone.
0: So moving on from there, so we just spoke about the Bulldogs yep. Academy and, yep. and whatnot. You did end up getting an NRL debut. Yep. Uh, what do you remember about this game and how did Ivan tell you? Um,
2: I found out from the players before Ivan told me. <laughs> uh, so I thought... <clears throat> That they were all jibbing me and they were pissing in my pocket and I thought it can't I was like you're ginning up and I had I had Campbell Gillard and Bryce talking to me saying bro you're playing and I said no I'm not I said I don't believe it and they said no you're playing and it didn't it didn't uh, it didn't happen until like two days out from the game he, he rings me during the night <laughs> like we just at training and then he rings me out of the blue and as calm as Ivan is he just said um, I'm going to play this week against the Rabbitohs and I said oh okay it's <laughs> a sweet and then it went silent and he goes oh is that it he goes you like not excited <laughs> yeah. to play and I said oh no I am I said it's just I know, I know what I got to do. I said, oh, I said, I don't. I'm not gonna cry or do anything like that. I said, I'm glad. I'm glad you, you picked me. And then um, he told me before the game. He told me two days out before the game. He said, your mission is to stop the Burgess Brothers. They just come that year before they won the, the one. They won the, the, grand, uh, the competition. Point, yeah. And he's trying to tell me, you got to kill them. You got to hit them. And I'm like. Well, I said, well, "What would you like me to do against those Burgess brothers?" <laughs> and so, uh, I think Sam Sam missed out that game, but the rest of the brothers played. Because oh, there was four of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of the brothers played, and so <laughs> as soon as I got on, I just went went for them Any time they ran the ball, I went out of my way to get him. Yeah. And then when I ran the ball, I just tried to, you know, get as many meters, play the ball fast, not drop it. <coughs> um, how, did you, how
0: did your mum take the news of you making it
2: out? Yeah, she was pretty emotional. Um, well, my dad was, but he's a man of few words. He, he likes to shy away from the spotlight. If I'm playing, he sits in the far corner and not doesn't talk to anyone. Just watches. Yeah, he just watches, watches from, so from a distance. It's it. Whereas my mum's like in the middle
0: <laughs>
2: Like Crazy. talk yeah, screaming, talking, shouting, talking to others around her about me and Personal, personal yeah. Assistant. I just told her. I said, yeah. I just told her. I said, why can't you just be like that sometimes? Said, just, just, just calm it down. Just sit with him in the corner and that's it. Just stay yeah, away. She
0: comes in the games
2: up on the top, um, up the goal When she can. Yeah, when she can. Anyone, yeah, she comes up. Anyone
1: special give you a debut jersey? Or they, I don't know. I know now they make a big deal out of it, but, you know, 2015 is not that long ago. But did anyone, like, did your mum come and give you jersey or? Someone
2: or was it just an explanation. No, no, it was just a. Um, yeah, it was just Ivan announcing it and and giving it to me, and um, yeah, it was. Um, it I, I still think about it now, and um, yeah, it. It I always thought like about that one time that I, that if I could get to play f- first grade like uh, i couldn't imagine how how it would be like um, but any any guy that any guy that debuts will tell you like it it's quick it's it's, it's intense um, and it goes like that straight away in a blink of an eye and um you don't you never have enough time to just take yeah, it away never debut for and
0: play for one, one of the uh, one of the clubs that have <clears throat> Really vocal fans. Yeah. How, how was your time at Penrith Park?
2: When you, every time you ran on there, you know, could you pinpoint crowd members? Yeah, what yeah, yeah. Know? I could pinpoint a lot of crowd crowd members that um, I could comfortably say I had like personal friendships with, yep. um, and, Edith, and I still Edith, talk to them Edith, now. Edith's the, and yeah. I still talk. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I still talk to a few of them, they still message me out of the blue, um, just to say, you know, how you going, Um, and they talk about my son, you know, how's your son, you know, if you come down to Sydney, like, please bring him out to Penrith, so we can see him, Um, just these type of things, and...
0: Yeah, no, I know Anita's a a, a big one, she's the Panther diva, and... One of, one of the biggest uh, members out there yeah yeah she's always at every game she travels mm. she even went to New Zealand is she yeah
2: so uh, some good, good fans out there yeah day. I I um, I love I love my time at Penrith um, especially when we went away that was the that was the um, one of the things that stuck out to me because you see all these fans that you see at home and they're there and you just think, fuck, right? Like, yeah. these, these dudes are just awesome. at a next level, man. <laughs> so, Ivan, so we'll
1: get back to Ivan. Um, <clears throat> what did you learn from him professionally and as a person?
2: I I learned from him self-control. Um, he is just... Super calm, and at times it used to piss me off. <laughs> yeah, he's very
1: calm. He sits there.
2: Eh? He used to just really annoy me the fact that we could we could have had a shocker of a game, and he would just be talking like this, just really <laughs> calm, pausing in between. I'm like, oh. Same as you forty yeah? Pardon. So, same, same. Yeah. Room. Yeah, 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 and.
0: So obviously, you know, you speak of Ivan being real calm. So, did it strike you as odd that he that he had apparently approached Ashley Klein in the tunnel earlier this year? Did it strike you as odd if he if he's as calm as? Uh, lot, it's I not just you, a lot of people say he's really
2: calm. I, I'd say there's obviously um, two personalities as a coach. You know, you you'd obviously be who you usually are, but when things obviously get out of hand with with a match or with, with something that he doesn't agree with or what the referee ruled on, then tensions are going to... Yeah. And so it is what it is. Do
0: you reckon his cool nature is rubbed off on Nathan? Yeah. Very cool, eh? Hey? I think...
2: Cool head. Yeah. He, no one... like Everyone just speaks highly of how... The wow. yeah, how just how ice cold he is, you know, with a levelled head and at a young age. Right. Um, so
0: it's, it's interesting times for uh, Penrith ahead, because mm. uh, coming through mm. Howard Mats right now is Nathan's younger brother Jet, mm. and he's playing in the Haas as well. So mm. you know, three years time, he could have free clear his at uh, Penrith. Yeah, knows. Do you think Ivan is the man to bring the next premiership keeping?
2: Um, they got a good roster coming through. They got a good roster coming through. Um, with the players that they've just let go, they let go of I thought some quality middles. Regan. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was unfortunate to see him in, and and leave. Um, you know,
0: ben has lost Powerman's game.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can Did you say tell? that uh Anthony Griffin hook um these hard done white yep i um i i in my personal opinion he was my best coach that i've that i've had a nice and fan. that goes from des des Ivan and garth um Anthony Griffin was my best coach that I've ever had as much of a dictator as he was, and as much as some players didn't agree with. His attitude of his way or the highway, it definitely rubbed off. That year that we made it to the finals uh, or the prelim against Canberra, um, it rubbed off on everyone. Like, like we're gonna be tough. We're we're gonna, we're not we're gonna, gonna take it yeah. Step. We won't take a backward step to no one. And and he he instilled that into us. And so. And, and he was a family man as well you know he kept his son around us always we used to look after his son on the way trips, you know and um his daughters used to keep in touch with my with my wife always you know if any if I had a problem he he was the one that I would speak to if, about anything um pertaining to my personal life not just footy um and yeah you know I I thought I thought he was really hard done by with everything at Penrith and the year that I left um I only had maybe a month and a half of a pre-season um and I could see that things were getting out of hand with him and Gus and um it was a talking point Amongst the team. Um, so they didn't get along? Methods? Yeah. You know, two two powerful minds clashing together, you know. It, uh, Just on
0: that, you know, a lot of media conjecture with Gus being possibly too hands-on. Was he ever hands-on with the, with the side, like, coming down and... Trying
2: to run training session, or did just yeah. yeah 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 no he was that he was doing that um, the preseason that I left he was doing that yeah that sort of blew away some players just with just with um, you know what's going on <laughs> um, well, in saying that though everyone took on board everything that he said because. You respect him, yeah. and you know, like what he's teaching you isn't something that you already know. You got to look past what you think you know and try and get on the level that he's on. Yeah. So, in that in that instance, then it it was a good thing. But from just having a coach and then being. Um, whatever the title he was general, at Penrith, in general. general, 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 general whatever it was, yeah. You know, and having to overstep his boundary and come come past the coach, you know, you just think like well no.
0: Like Had would it would've been different had um Hook said, Alright oh, boys, two weeks in the into the pre in like in the pre season, Gus are gonna come down and just
2: no, because it's not his nature to do that. Yeah, like he just comes from... Anthony Griffin... Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying, like, Anthony Griffin wouldn't just say... Wouldn't allow that. Yeah. He, um... He's team... He run... Team. It's his yeah. team. You 100%. know, he does things by his way. So anything that he does out of that, the boys think, well, something's going on. So...
1: He so spent three seasons at Penrith. Well, um, Did he want to re-sign
2: you? Why'd you end up at the Gold Coast? <laughs> uh, I just re-signed a four-year deal there. And I thought, oh yeah, I'm going to buy another house here. Um, Garth got the, got the um, job up in the Gold Coast, messaged me and said, oh, I've got a spot up here for you. And I said, oh, that's, I said, I'm flattered that you thought of me. I said, but I'm, I'm happy here in Sydney. Um, come to training, got the tap on the shoulder from Garth, sat me in his office and he said, I need you to move on. For, for James Maloney and I said but I just re-signed and he said well look he goes you can stay here he goes but you got to think about who you're up against he goes because personally he goes you might not get a chance to play in your four years here if you stay but and you so because yeah yeah and so he said he said like you got like Kikau and mckendry and all these others and that, all these other forwards that you got to battle with and i thought yeah that's one but then when gold coast when he said garth wants you he goes and it'll be a good opportunity for you to go up there and start fresh um, and and get paid a little bit more than what you're on here and then that was it um, you know i spoke to my wife about it um, she wasn't too keen because we were expecting our, our first child um, and so I had to leave her In when I said all right, I'll, I'll go up I had to leave her within days and go up there and then I'd stay up in the Gold Coast and she'd be staying in my house in our house in Campbelltown and then I'd have to fly back every weekend to see how she is um and I had to do that for a whole preseason, and so um, that, But that's how that's how things went. You know, I never wanted to leave Penrith. Cut through is eh? Yeah.
1: So we'll get rid of we we'll get rid of and we'll get Melodian.
2: Well, you've seen how it, that that year he he let go of Rainey, me and Cardi, yeah. And then the following year he let go of Peach, uh, and now they've let go of Campbell and, Ram- and Wanga. So and then, yeah. um, and i don't know I, I i don't know what's going on at penrith you know uh, like I love that club you know if i if I could go back there it'd be it'd be awesome you know either there um even to dogs you know like to two previous clubs that i had i've had history with um but you know, you never know what, what happens. So he
1: mustn't have wanted the lead too much because he signed for three years and he let him go in his you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, obviously they, they've got plans Yeah. in in the work, so. Um. have
0: yeah, got a young, young, young half, I am five coming through, Matt Burton. He'll be, he'll be there for the next few years alongside Nathan Cleary. Mm. So, hasn't been the best two seasons up at Cold Coast. 14th and 2018. Where you only played six games, yeah, and then obviously got the spoon issue, and you only played three,
2: yeah.
0: What can you put it down to, like uh, personally and for the team, as in the performance? Because like we did speak off air, the the roster's pretty, pretty. Yeah, look,
2: where where yeah, our our, our our team up there, um, <coughs> the way the way I see it is that what I had at Penrith was guys who were brought up in the area guys who lived and breathed Penrith and when I went up to the Gold Coast and and it's the Gold Coast community in general it's made up of people who have migrated from different areas now it's starting to be like that and that's what our footy team has become not using that as an excuse because we should be playing good we should be playing good footy but it just seems as though that we, find, yeah, we're trying to
0: find our identity within right, our identity, right? Right,
2: <laughs> and you can't do that without winning, yeah. And so, in 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 my defence, like I, I want to see Gold Coast succeed, Um but yeah, we just we haven't seen, we haven't been able to put put everything out onto the field, you know. Garth, to his credit, tried to tried to bring what he knew here at Penrith up to the Gold Coast.
0: Was it possibly too structured or for, for
2: well the boys? He did? he just tried to implement what what yeah. he did at Penrith here yeah. up up in the Gold Coast. Well, it and worked, yeah. it worked at Penrith because everyone bought into it. Yeah. I'm not saying no one bought up no one bought into it up there but it's a new group of players, it's a new crop of players, it's a new environment, it's a new lifestyle. He's he's in the limelight as a first grade coach, you know, he he, was he rep- wasn't like that. The reputation wasn't, that's of, right. of the 20s, yeah. um, the everything, uh, everything that he's done. And so I think that was just all a combination of a lot of things that... Like you know, you've seen in our part in my past two years. You know, we come second or third last last year, and you know, we come last this will year. Will he
0: be better for it when when he does get another? another well, I
2: think he will be. You know, I think he's got plenty of more.
0: Does he? Does he go overseas? Last like Nathan Brown did. Come yeah, on, if if it, over if it and come
2: back? if it if it helps him um, exceed in his career as a coach. Um, well, I think I think you should think about that. Um, talking
0: yeah. about talking about coaches going overseas and coming back. Your new coach, actually Justin Holbrook, he's uh, been overseas for a bit, done a, a few good things over there. Have you had a chance to speak to him yet? Or...
2: Not yet. So um, first day of pre-season will be the first, will be the day? first one. Yeah. Um, oh well, even earlier than that, you know, I intend to go back. Um, Three weeks earlier to catch up with uh to start <coughs> to start training with some of the injured guys, um, just to keep myself fit, fit and yeah, more um,
0: so, more so, um, mind fit, I guess, yeah. you know, just getting your mind Twitter prepared. You don't want to see around Twitter and your thumbs. yeah, yeah, nervous. A lot of a lot of, uh, a lot of bad news headlines happen when you, when, yeah. when you see a lot of boys. Sitting around
2: and twiddling the thumbs, doesn't it? Yeah, man. It's um. So where you go, Where <coughs> you go back? Uh, I I intend to go back up to the training. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'll probably go back around the twenty seventh, twenty eighth of October. Yeah. So I've got. I've got one wedding down here on the twenty sixth. Um, so I'm going to fly back on the eighth of October to have a wedding up there with one of my mates and then have to come back down for another one down here. 8th
0: of October, I think I'll be about 25 beers under at the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> That's my trip while i have gone up to the mountain in on grand final weekend, so I'll think of you while I'm <laughs> so absolutely
1: blind. You played um, a lot of a lot for Tweed this year, um, so you, you got the cover to come through New South Wales Cup and also uh, Q Cup systems. And in your opinion, is there much difference in, in regards to skill or in regards to the
2: competitions? Um skill-wise, I think there's a bit of a difference, you know. I I see the the quality of players that are playing in the in the New South Wales Cup, and there's way more first graders there than there are in Q Cup. In saying that um, the Q cup players like they they don 't take a step back you know they're they 're all hard working and every every team that i 've come across um, you know have have certainly made their presence um, felt every time i 've ran the ball um, even their coaches i 've heard their coaches and trainers speak <laughs> aloud of trying to pick me up so um it's saying that like um it it's it'll be it'll be hard to um sit, like make a difference between them, but I think the quality of players certainly stands out for New South Wales cup than to queensland cup
0: so obviously there's nine nine ten if you include ten if you include Canberra mm. um in the Sydney basin that'll have. Teams mm. in New South Wales Cup, and then up in Queensland, there's three NRL sides, mm. and they filter them across the thing from memory six, six, as well as having the Melbourne, the Melbourne Boys come up into East Tigers, East Tigers and Sunshine Coast. So from memory Titans, uh, Tweed and Bird and Cowboys, Melbourne Pride, and, and what did Red Hill feed into?
2: They feed into Brisbane. Brisbane and Broncos. And... They got Brisbane. Uh, they got Redcliffe, Falcons, Logan, South Logan. All right. So
0: yeah. So obviously they, I think they do that to field across so it's not one given side stacked uh, over the rest of the competition.
2: Yeah. I I haven't seen a lot of Brisbane players play for South, Logan that much. Yeah. I think the only player that they had playing from was Jaden Saw. Yeah. 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 Um, and I just played him before he got traded or yeah, he, before yeah, he got let go to the South, yeah.
0: So um going away from obviously the player quality, because we know wherever we go there's player quality, there'll always be players that will be able to play in the competition. The crowds up in Queensland obviously are, are stacked. There's a lot of lot of crowd support at Cup level, uh, as opposed to New South Wales.
2: Um, I think, I think it's fairly normal. You know, it. it
0: what are the grounds like up there? Because I've been, I've been to Burley and I've uh, had a look at Windsor Manly and East Tigers. They're they're pretty. There are a
2: lot of like, um, they're like heritage ovals. Yeah. That, that's what it feels that's the feel of it So like like, a, like it an, feels like a Leichhardt Oval like an England you know? type thing yeah, where it, the,
0: it, crowd, like where, where the grounds are all close in and,
2: and it, the, the fans are there breathing <laughs> on your neck and you can just I copped the massive spray at, at Wynnum or yeah I copped the massive spray and then some of the Tweed players were just copping it from from this this blow he was drunk behind the bench and it, there's like if you picture it there's like the bench, and then if you close your eyes, you're imagining there's like a fence. There's a there's like a steel fence, and then behind that fence is the bar. Yeah. An outside bar. And this dude was <laughs> sitting there just drinking away, calling us every name under the sun.
0: That's probably um old mate. I've got a, I've got a guy on Facebook. He's uh, added me. Yeah. His name's Jason, and he's he's a winner Manly yeah. fella, and he's always... And probably is in me. He, he's always he just, at the bar. Yeah, he's
2: just totally... He's, he was just giving it to us, and I was like... <laughs> I, I was just laughing, and I, I thought, like, you know, you always... You'll just... If you ever get to go back when you, when you retire, you just think of these things, like these little <laughs> things that <laughs> used to just make you laugh. So you sit
0: there when you... Sit there when you're 40 and you're retired and then next thing you just start laughing out loud. Yeah, you, you really just think like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these little <laughs> memories
2: just start coming in of little things, yeah. So when,
1: um, when the team list Tuesdays come in, if um, you got selected for the Titans, how does it all work when you go into Tweed Camp?
2: They just say, they will tell me early in the week, the Titans will tell me whether or not I'm picked. Um, and so what usually happens is I have to train with the Titans uh in the first half of the day and then have to go down to tweed and train down there um and then there's days where i won't train with the with the titans and then show up later that night and train for tweed but the mindset is is though like when i get to tweed training i'm like usually tired because it's just like oh what a day like I've done absolutely nothing and your body doesn't want to do anything but just rest and so now you've got to try and find energy to train but then when you get when I get down there I always think like these dudes have been like breaking their back for like eight, nine hours straight doing God knows what Um, and like I can't have an excuse to show up and act like them just because I haven't done anything so like for me, like I gotta try and go down there, initiate energy, initiate, you know, let's let's go, let's go. Like we're gonna go fast, we're gonna do things and it's not just me, it's the other Titans players that go down there as well. Like they know there's a a standard that we have to bring as full time um players. You know, that you can't just go down there and start acting like a Q Cup player. you got to act like you're above that, not in a cocky way, but for them to see, like, so that you hard. buy in. You Like, as a first grader or as a full-time player, you buy into that culture no matter if you got dropped. You know, your standard doesn't change. Your behaviour doesn't change. Yeah. So did they open
0: their arms up? Or...
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tweet did. Um and it was Christian Wolf's brother that that coach Tweed Ben Wolf. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he um, he knew exactly <coughs> who I was, um, and he was just like the like he like if if anyone had to have um, uh, a good coach to pick, you know, I, I'd put Ben Wolf's name in there in, into the mix. Bass, you know, bass, he nice rap. Yeah, there, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So.
0: It, it's hard, especially being a um, a coach of a club that has few players drop in, and you know, then you got to go and give a tap to the person that would have been playing there. mate. You know, it's it, it's it's a massive juggling act, mm. um, and oh, I, I give massive props to any any coach in that system where they've got players dropping in and out constantly. Negative reports, mate, on social media or media. Do you buy into it? Um,
1: we just got a quote here. That's all. Peter. Peter. Babel, Battle. Uh, Peter Babel. Peter Biddell, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um he
0: reckons you're the most overpaid player in rugby league. I
2: um. I actually saw that title in the on the news tab when I I looked my name up because I wanted to see like if people had been talking about me and I saw that but I couldn't read the article. Yeah. Um. But from. <laughs> I've 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 i heard about the article because my um, my mum and my brother tell me always mm. that that if you think like Queensland's been given the Titans a bad rap he goes like you've got another thing coming Like right? he goes all New South Wales media's been doing is just carving the Titans up and I thought yeah that's yeah, right down, but, here, but, down here though it's not so much your name
0: it's more Bryce Carlin yeah yeah
2: so so I yeah children of New South Wales yeah so um I look I I completely understand that statement you know like I've improved my worth because of um not being able to play um and other areas in my footy in my um in my footy that you know coaches tell me I have gotta um, improve on so. um, you know, I, I I I don't blame them for it. You know, I got my first hate mail this year. Someone like, yeah, someone personally like messaged me going, you're absolutely crap. And I, and I just like laughed. My first reaction was like, I laughed about it and then I thought about it and I thought, fire out. I said, who could take the time out to message me, to message me this? Like, so, it's crazy. Talking about this, I, I, work
1: with, I used to work with a bloke... Yeah. I won't mention his name. Yeah, he would show you all these Instagram boxes. He would just give it to he would just give it to the players. Like, it was probably him. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was nah, probably. Nah, him. He's a Doggy's yeah. <laughs> fan. Um, and he just uh, he, didn't, he never yeah. mentioned you. Obviously. Yeah. Do they ever like? Does he ever read it? They ever, yeah. Does it ever say sent or
2: read or anything? Because some of them, some people yeah. don't read. It. It's They're just yeah. Well, like, I've got a mate who's a copper, <coughs> and I was gonna and I jokingly told my wife I said maybe I should just give this profile to my mate and see if he comes out with the name. So I can personally track this dude down.
0: <laughs> hey mate, do you remember me? <laughs> yeah. You were the uh, one that messaged me. So you got got obviously we we spoke about this off off air before yep. we, so you got to play for Tonga. Yep. Um your heritage. Yeah. Obviously Tonga for what it, what it was before Tamalala and Andrew Fafina did this did their, um, their pledge to Tonga to what it is now. It's come a long way, hasn't
2: it? Yeah, it's... Um, and and it's for the better. Um, when I was fortunate to play against Fiji, um, we still had a star-studded team, but we were ranked maybe 10th, and we were playing up against Fiji, and we were ranked like six positions above us. And... Uh, you just, think, you just think about that, but behind the scenes, as we're talking off-air, you know, Christian Wolf done a lot that year, and for the whole Tongan club and the nation and for the players that year, when we were in the Fijian camp, he had already been talking to us about staying together, about keeping each other accountable, about talking with each other, about playing quality footy. He goes, because when it comes to the World Cup, he he wasn't going to name names, but he said, I've got a plan in place already. And then so leading into the end of that year, you know, Andrew, Andrew Fafida rings me and he goes, you know, are you going to play for Tom? And I said, yeah. I said, why? I said, well, I said why do you care? Because that year, like, he what? said no to Tonga, mm. and he went to go play with the Aussies that year because... <laughs> Aaron Woods or someone got injured, or yeah. Shannon Boy got injured, I think. Yeah. And so they picked Andrew because Andrew said yes to Tonga first, and he went. And we thought, oh, you turncoat. <laughs> and he, I remember that. I remember he came into the he came into the change room and we said, oh, what's he doing here? Time to go away. <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward and he's freaking leading the, leading the sippy tower. So. So well, all this all this
1: committee um, <coughs> bullshit at war at the moment your um, thoughts on this. We all on this? What's going on?
2: Um, Garth, I, I think I think uh, Christian Wolf was hard done by. I think joking, well, we joked about. It. I think if uh, Garth Garth <laughs> would have gotten the job, I probably wouldn't play for Tony. <laughs> but if he got the job, kudos to him. Um, I don't know the other guy that, that Endercock, is it Frank Endercock? Yeah,
0: Ender, yeah. Yeah, I,
2: I have no, I, I don't know who he is, but obviously they they know he he has potential. Um, with the way things have happened with Tonga, um, I'm hoping that the Tongan players um, stay together.
0: Have you been Have you been uh, tapped on the shoulder? No, no, yet. For
2: the nines? No, not yet. <laughs> I don't think I would. I'm too slow. <laughs> I couldn't even get a gig in the Auckland one, so I don't know how I'm going to do it on the international side. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, all the tongue players stick together um, no matter if they've said no or get offered to play um, but that's one man's opinion. So, um, hopefully it gets resolved quicker. So You look at,
1: like, you look at, um, like, Wolfie's done, You mentioned it, like, off air, like, you know, Tom Lola, you know, his 10-year contract, $10 million, everyone goes on about that. Um, but, it, like, it gets 800 bucks a game to play for Tonga, mm. and you can get 30000 playing for New Zealand. So, um, it's massive, you know, what, you know, to turn down, you know, 30000 compared to 1000 mm. so to speak. That's what Wolfie's done, not what the players have done. So, they've all, someone's had to...
2: Wolfie's Wolfie's born into what Pacific Islanders have been born into. Okay, Pacific Islanders have a close heritage with their mums, the the parents, the the siblings, the the nation. All right. So when you get when when you're in say Australia or New Zealand into a big city and you go back to the little nation where you're surrounded by trees by nothing but nature. Um, you're not sitting on lounges on comfortable beds you're sitting on on the floor you're sitting on you know what I mean you're there's two different things that there's two different worlds that they're going in between and when you want to when you want to see a little like your little hometown succeed you do everything you possibly can so that's what Andrew have done Andrew's done that's what Jason's done and for two, two dominant figures like that to step into the Tongan team and say, we want to make it global, we want to make it a powerful phenomenon, who's, who's going to rally with us? And now you've seen the movement that Tonga brought together with all the players come through. Um, and if the Folau brothers want to play, then sweet. Yeah,
0: all right, boys, we're going to go and have a quick go. Toilet break here. We're going to come back. Uh, we've got another ten or so questions to have a chat with uh, Lalani. So stay tuned for part two. All right, here we are back for part two of Lalani you, We've all gone and freshened up, yeah. mate. Rules um, and referee interpretations. It's obviously you know hard and frustrating as a fan. Mm. Is the referees are they clear cut on the field but you you know they if they set a rule you, you understand it or do you
2: I think it goes hand in hand because um we've got uh Luke Phillips, all right. Now he's been around to different teams and he helped me with my defence and wrestling technique when yep. when Penrith first brought him on board and he's up at the Titans now. And being an ex-ref, he used to give a massive insight into what the refs used to think about. Um, he said, refs are going to look at this. Refs are going to look at this. Refs are going to um, count these amount of seconds on the floor. And he goes, "Where these are where you can bend the rules. It was sort of like what Cameron Smith does as a footy player. Yeah. It's having an instructor do that for you
0: yeah we've seen a lot now. Melbourne's got Melbourne's got one down there Mm. Chris James who we had on the podcast he's over at Roosters um I see a lot of clubs are going that way now if you were to change one of the rules that is current in the NRL what rule would you change
1: what's the most frustrating
2: um Seventh tackle set? Uh, not really. I I've actually told a lot of people like I, I I don't like when the refs award or say no to a try and then take it to the bunker. They've already influenced the decision. I don't like the influence just, that they just have. Just let
0: it go up and let them have. That's the it. Pull, you, the it's, in the it's, it's it's
2: it's. You you will not get scrutinised if you say I can't I can't see anything. Yeah. Show me whether it's a try or not. Yeah. Now no ref has done that. No. It's all it's either been I've got a try or I've got a no try. Yeah. So they've already made an influence over the over the call yeah, and the bunker just up. further proves it or now, whether yeah, or now not. Now it's, it's up to once, once it goes it, up there as a try or no right. try. The bunker then because has to... because there's been some.
1: It's evidence that is relevant and what's the interpretation evidence to overturn it right Yeah. significant so, evidence to right.
2: overturn so there's been times where like they've said I've got to try <laughs> it's a blatant no try yeah. but they can't overrule it they've no. they got to award it because the referees already influenced the decision
0: as, as, as long as there's significant yeah, right. amount of, right yeah. to further prove it yeah so basically it goes up They've called it a try, but Blind Freddy can see that that finger is separated. But because it's right. up, there's a try and there's yeah. still a bit of pressure down there. Yeah. They've got to go with right. it, even though we all see it. Yeah. But it's a no try because right. the finger's is That's
2: right. Yeah. There's yeah. that. There's um, the one-on-one strip.
0: Yes, I hate that rule.
2: There's where you can <coughs> have four guys in, Slow but then off. someone's already got a hand on the ball. So they've already communicated with each other. I've got ball. Three let go and you go bang okay. like that. And it's play on.
0: I saw, I saw Manly. Manly took massive advantage of that.
2: Yeah.
1: There was
0: four come in on, on this Manly player. Mm. And obviously they had a code work. Yeah. And they started talking about the code work. So the Manly player let go of the ball. Mm. Whilst the four were still on them. And they got penalised for stripping the ball. Mm. Mm. So this, this
1: stuff like that. Josh Hudson like, is the king out of the Munster, aren't they? Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: It's yeah, it. Well, I, I had a discussion <coughs> with, with a mate of mine. He's like, It's got to be... If you'll carry that ball you got to carry that like it's your life. But, yeah, mm. I've got to carry this ball, plus run 20 metres, get smashed by four of you blokes. All your blokes can jump on me. And the last thing I'm worried about
2: is... Sure, right. one-on-one a, strip.
1: One-on-one strip, when I should be worried about, you know, the extra yards I need to make for my team, getting up, playing the ball fast, That's, not, not being a dominant tackle. Well,
2: well, like, that, well, what you just said further proves what a, what a, a player will think about it. in one... Like what? Five, six seconds it takes to him to get the ball and run, you know. However many, however many meters you got to think about. I got, to, I can't, I can't let go of this ball. I got to get down and play the ball, you know. Fatigue sets in, you know. You could be behind in the scoreboard. You're not thinking about. I got to hold a tire. Like it could just be, like. And we and we started doing it down in Tweed, you know. Like we had calls, um, our hooker. He's like four foot nothing. <laughs> would just be stripping everyone because they'd try and run over him, and then he'd get a hold of the ball straight away, and they go, "Let let let him go, let him go, bang." Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's
0: crazy. Uh, I, I prefer the old
2: yeah one on one. If it's three, on, if there's three in there already in the tackle, it's, like it's that's it. Don't touch him. You yeah. can't you can't rate the ball. I I I liked it that way. In saying that, it's been. Entertaining um, to see how many teams have used that to their advantage. Um but yeah.
1: it's, it's crazy, yeah. There's always something new it's What about this 30 the the trial in the 9s the nines 30-30 or something like that. It's just it,
0: it's just another it's another take of um, the 40-20 rule, it's just mm. different.
1: Open it up. open um, the scrums. Do you like the scrums? I know you're a four, so you wanna have a breather. But <laughs> everyone's talking about fatigue, how do we speed up our game. Um, the most frustrating thing is, is when a fullback catches it in the mm. goal, mm. he gets back to the 20 in three seconds. Mm. But when he knocks it dead, they wait 40 seconds. What? So They want to speed up our game, they'll take interchange off. Um, but there's like waiting periods in between. But you kick the ball out, the forwards will walk there 40 seconds, what? and they'll throw it in with a second to go. Do mm. you think just... Scrap the scrums so and just play the ball straight away, or do you feel that you still need to bring some old school back into rugby league?
2: Well, I, I think they, I think you got to try and identify a difference between league and union. You know, everyone says, "Oh, what's the difference between league, league and union?" and I, and I just. They kick it too many times um, and you well, a, that I said well I said one line, I said one one game's got thirteen on the side, the other's got fifteen. I said
0: that's <laughs> I said
2: there I said, there's your biggest one there. I said I said and I said it's not a constant pile up in league. I said there's no phases. I said we only get five tacks. Yeah, no the phases the
0: phases were, were uh, outlawed when uh when St George went on the eleven in a row, mm. <laughs> that's,
1: how, that's how long
2: phases have been out of rugby league. Toughest that's player to play with, and again, uh, we uh, <coughs> you mean at Penrith Titans Um, toughest player to play with. Um, Fish, Fish definitely. Um, yeah. uh, as as a young as a young bloke coming in, um, and then watching him grow, he he just exceeded in everything that he'd done. Uh, he debuted and then Hook ended up promoting him to our starting back row um, in that same year. Um, but in my debut season at Penrith, um, the toughest bloke I ever saw was Adam Docker. He was man. the man. He was the man. Um, I never, I never once wanted to run straight at him <laughs> because he just had... Shoulders of steel. Um, what about
0: Albert Jaro? Like, yeah, he's, he's... a good player. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's, um, he he's just, like, I I had, I had no idea who he was when I went up there. Um, but they obviously had big raps on him from Brisbane and now you've seen what he's, what he's capable of doing and... Is, um, he,
0: is he a smart footballer as well as sort He as well is. As well as being,
2: he being is. Involved? He, um... He, he's not your usual mould of what a front row or a lock. So
0: someone similar to David Glemmer.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he has, uh, other skills in his arsenal that he possesses. He's a compulsive offloader, um, (laughs) and he's really hard. He's really hard to put down.
1: Is he is your do you feel his best position is at lock
2: or? I like him at prop. Yeah. He's, he's mobile at prop, um. And he gets to see more of the ball. At lock. Eh, um, you reckon you reckon you can play eighty minutes? Constantly, week in, week out. I think for players that do that, like yeah, wear and tear. They it it they're special kind, but I believe like they wear and tear throughout the season. They gotta be real careful how they do it. How do they do it? Um, like Jake Dvojovic. Yeah. Even Ryan James, you know, to yeah. an extent he 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 was carrying a lot of injuries. Um, whilst playing 80 minutes, and he'd change from back row to middle, back row to middle, just to try and like buy for some time, so buy some rest. Yeah, yeah, there was
0: a lot of media, and I would have been the same up there in Brisbane too. Mm. Um, a lot of media about Ash Taylor. Have you had a chance to have a chat to him, see where he's at, how is he, how's he going away from the spotlight? Um...
2: It's it's hard because I'm like I'm I he he I consider him one of my friends you know where me and my wife were real close with him and his partner and um you know to be a true friend you gotta tell him some truth bombs you know and he understood that like I I told him like you know you can't shy away from I I said I know it's hard getting scrutinized and I said and. I said you've got the million-dollar pay packet. I said they demand mm. performance. I said you can't, you can't take a step back or you can't say that it's too hard. I said like I know you're human. I know not everyone can handle the pressure. I said I can't understand what you're going through. I said but. And this was, when, this was when they gave him the break. Mm, All right. yeah. This is when they gave him the break. And he was, he went to Toowoomba, where his family's from, come back, and I said to him, I said, why don't you just come play for Tweed? I, I said, don't play with Burley. I said, Tweed, I said, the boys there and the coach will help you, like make you fall, fall in love with the game again. I said, you'll enjoy your footy. I said, they want nothing but the best for you. I said and that's from the CEO down to the freaking water boy. I said like they just wanna see you succeed. And I said, you've I said and I said what do, I said what what do you like you can't be afraid of anything like you're you're gonna you're gonna come back, they're gonna try and tell you like you've got two, three weeks to train to get your fitness back up, to get your skills, back back to where it was. I said, and I said, what better way to show that than to play for Tweet? I said, but you dominate down there.
0: You reckon 2020 back, bigger and better?
2: I hope so. Um, when I first went up there, um, I had a lot of guys down here ring me and say, how's Ash Taylor? Because they were comparing him to Nathan clearly. Mm. and i said mate he's another another type of player up here and it's unfortunate how things have panned out for him but I, I i really hope that um this off season helps him um um become a more mature player and a more cold ice cold player the way nathan plays yeah. because and Nathan Nathan has done nothing but prove time and time again that the level of maturity he has at a, at a young age is phenomenal. And no one sees that except the players. Yeah. All right? Because we'd rock up doing extras at Penrith at, well, no, sorry, not we, myself <laughs> because I was overweight. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to come in at like five in the morning. And he'd be there, he'd be there doing extras, the doing zone. goal kicking, doing bombs. You see his bombs now, like they're crazy. Yeah. And, and like, and everyone, and all young kids listen to their coaches go, perfect practice yeah. makes perfect. Not, per, not practice makes perfect. You can practice but not, not and, not, and not perfect anything. Yeah. All right. Nathan was perfect at everything that he'd done, you know, at his goal kicking, at his passing. At everything. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping that Ash, Ash has that same mentality because he can do, cra- he can do great things and he can, he can be that next half that Queensland needs. You know? I'm
0: hoping that he, I'm hoping that he comes out and, and puts a lot of hammers on the back. On yeah, the back- I hope he
2: does too. Yeah.
0: Biggest pest, have you come across one?
2: Uh, at Penrith it was Josh Mansell by a mile <laughs> um f- closely followed by <coughs> Campbell Gillard yeah um yeah at the yeah. title you know who
1: you're
2: going to pick um Navy Beats yeah <laughs> <laughs> he, he um, you see on Twitter
0: yeah. and, and and social media how crazy he is
2: I um I, I only had I before I went up the Titans I had one uh encounter with him and that was at City Camp um and me and him caught on straight away, mm-hmm. and we we didn't really stay in touch. But as soon as I got up there, he he was just into me, trying to trying to just tell me like um, trying to well not trying to tell me, but just show by his presence and how he acts like <laughs> he's one of the. He's one of the main dudes in, up in the Gold Coast, and like, like, don't mess with me. Don't don't park in my car spot, otherwise I'll spit on your car. <laughs> he, he, was that, he, was that, he was that type of dude, and um, you yeah, yeah. the old, the old wrap with
0: toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, he, he just man he
2: like he just had it in his mind like don't don't overstep your boundary with me because then we'll go to war, <laughs> and it was over anything. But yeah, well, definitely those those three blanks.
1: Well, match day, rituals, superstitions, do
2: you have anything? Uh, I've got to shave my head. Uh, Not before? No, on the day of. Um, I usually shave my head. I, have, I, I always used to go to a cafe with my wife um, um, before a game. Uh, I still do now. Um, I have eggs on toast. Uh, I have two coffees. And I try and drink about like about two litres of water before I get down to the to the game. Um, before before game day, the night before, I usually have pasta. Um, Everyone
1: says that pasta. Yeah, yeah, uh,
2: yeah, that's it. And yeah. um, if it's a if it's a, an intense game, like an important game, usually I won't sleep more than five hours. And so I have to, like, try and stimulate my mind so I can walk <laughs> or or, stump, or do something.
0: But. What are your goals for 2020? Obviously, as a player, as a whole, um, I'm guessing the biggest goal would be to be playing consistent regular football.
2: Yeah, there's little minor ones in between leading to that, but I just want to have my body, um, stable and strong, um, and that's all my injuries, you know. Like I wanna, I wanna look after them. I wanna go through a season of no injuries. Um, that's always a big goal. Though. That's always a massive goal. Like so, like I, I finished up a, a month out from the finals down in Tori because I ended up getting a um, a fractured um, scat. Oh yeah. Like Cooper Cronk did. Yeah. Um, and that and that just like rocked me, because I was like far out. I was like four so games close. away from my full <laughs> season, of no yeah, yeah. no injuries whatsoever, um, and yeah, I just want to be fit. You know, I just want to impress Holbrook.
1: Away from um away from footy, um, what do you get up to? I know you said you go to church a lot of stuff, but do you do you um, follow any other. Any other
2: codes or NBA, NFL stuff like that? Um, I, I've I I follow sport just in general. You know, I um I do my fair share of of watching different codes and um, um just yeah just really being amongst it, watching NBA, NFL, AFL, uh, rugby when I can. Um, yeah. Which teams? NBA. Chicago Bulls. <coughs> A hey, Uh GWS. Yeah, the GWS, GWS yeah. final this week. Oh. Yeah, we'll win. Awesome.
0: Last uh, last question, obviously we've got one here, but I'll pitch you in a real prediction as well. First of all, women, many or Burley Bears for the two thousand nineteen intra super premiership? Burley. Burley?
2: Yep. Uh they've got too much experience. Yeah. Uh from one to seventeen. And that's NRL experience, um, and they've got their 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 team is that stack that they've had to push players down into A grade, who have got NRL experience there yeah. in A grade as well. So, um, and Anthony Don's playing for him now <laughs> as well. So the Don, like, what happened yeah. to the Falcons? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I, they um. There, yeah, that was like upset of the season. Upset of the season, but yeah, it was just crazy playing them. Like they and
0: forty NRL mate. Who do you reckon will get into that grand final between rabbits, Ravens, storm, and roosters? Uh,
2: I want Canberra. I want Canberra. I really want Canberra to get, Don't get worry. there. Just um, a new team, a new Something feel. Different. Um, and it's always. The new teams that always bring more people in, that yeah. get more people interested, and in, that's what you want. You want, you don't want the same two teams. In saying that, you know, kudos to them for being that successful, for being that uh, disciplined to to be to be the best team there. But you know, if it comes down to Canberra and Melbourne again in the final, like that'll bring more people there. You know, it's just. Uh, I hope I hope Canberra gets there, and uh, I hope Melbourne gets there. Yeah. There
1: you go. Well, well, all right, from the boys, from the boys here at the finalists, will I thank you know his uh, his time, his off season. Wish you all the best for the Gold Coast Titans in 2020.
2: Yeah, thank you so heaps for having me. Appreciate all, heaps. All the best, mate. Thanks. Here we are, guys. Preview week three
0: of finals and NRLW round three. Friday night sees the Raiders and the South at GIO Stadium. The Raiders have enjoyed an extra week's rest after progressing straight to week three with their uh, upset of Melbourne in week one. They also have the home ground advantage and should be high on emotion in front of a sellout crowd. Sticky will make sure that his team understands the significance of the situation as the Raiders seek their first premiership in 25 years. The somehow found a way to win in last week's high-scoring shootout with the Seagulls to advance to the Final Four, but I'll have to raise the bar on Friday night if they're going to progress to the premiership decider. For the Raiders to win, Stewart will remind his players that they have built their 2019 campaign around defence, there's no real reason to change that game plan now. For the Rabbitohs to win, after conceding 56 points in their past two games, the Rabbitohs Rab- sorry, need to tidy up their defence in a big way or it can get ugly on Friday night. The Raiders beat most teams this year but have failed to conquer the Rabbitohs when they squared off in Round 10 in Canberra. Key matchups here will have to be the number nines, uh, the English number nine and, and the Australian number nine in Hodgson and Cook. For the Raiders, uh, Joey Lelua returns to the starting side start after his pre-game fireworks drama forced him to bench ...in the qualifying final in Melbourne. Bailey Simmonson goes back onto the bench. Josh Papali has been named to start... and dynamis Lou is on the bench... ...but they may swap again on game day... ...as they did in Melbourne. Souths are unchanged from last week's win over Manly. Uh, James Robert is in doubt, however. Yeah, I saw that. Josh Papali... <laughs> uh, ...there was an interview... Uh, ...who was it? There was an interview done... In Canberra, I think Josh Hodgson, and he said that the forwards have their own <coughs> discussion on who's going to start the game and who's going to be in the bench, and then they go and they have a chat to Ricky about it. And for the last couple of games, Josh Papali said that he's rather come off the bench to be an impact player rather than start the game.
1: That's awesome, <laughs> something new. Um, I stick- sold out, yeah. I've seen that.
0: 25,000 out. screaming fans going to be going. The
1: clap be Did you crazy.
0: see? I saw footage come out. Um, Manly on the way home after the defeat to um, Bunnies. They were On one of the buses, they started doing the Viking clap. Yeah, yeah I
1: saw that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to be, I feel South City have ran puff. They'll go down to the Canberra and... The Raiders will progress to their first grand final 25 years.
0: <coughs> yes, it'll be a. It's been a long time coming, uh, and isn't it just funny that the halfback on that day is now the coach?
1: Exactly. Moving on to the second prem, Saturday, Roosters vs Storm at the SCG. After a slight stumble to finish the regular season against their arch rivals, the Roosters sent a massive warning to potential challengers. To their throne, With a 30-6 demolition of the Rabbitohs in week one of the final series, the Premiers are perfectly placed to defend their crown and have provided enough evidence in 2019 to, prefer, to, to prove they are about to buckle under the weight of expectation now they are two wins away from going back to back. The best players are all in form and confidence is sky high after their thrashing of the Rabbitohs. Melbourne were upstaged by Raiders in week one of the finals, but they bounced back with a solid win over Parramatta, staying in the premiership hunt. It's going to take something truly special to beat the Roosters <coughs> to another grand final. For the Roosters to win, business as usual, same game plan. For the Storm, defensively, defensively they'll need to be on, as the Roosters boast attacking options all across the park. Key matchups: Battle of the Five-Eights, Keary versus Munster. For the Roosters, Jay, Jared Hargreaves is suspended. Takiyaho comes into the starting lineup. Lindsay Collins goes back to the bench. Sam Verrills has been named at hooker, but Jake Friends has been named amongst the reserves as he tries to come back from that arm injury he suffered in round 18. Storm no changes uh, for Bellamy. <laughs> That's the side that took care of Parramatta last week. Uh, Kurt Scott still remains in the centre and Chambers is still on the bench. 5 thoughts on this.
0: Yeah, I don't see Jake Friend coming back. Sam Verrills is doing a real good job um, at hooker. I think they'll leave him for the grand final maybe if, uh, if that's how Robbo's looking at it. To to take it off at Sam now would be... It'd be hard because he's done it for the bulk of this year. <coughs> once they uh, <coughs> got permission to be able to play him. Uh, mate, if, I, if I'm Raiders and I win on Friday night, I want Storm to win because you, you, you know that you've taken care of him twice in the last month. I think if the Roosters were to win much harder for the Raiders to try and, and win um, in saying that I'm predicting a Canberra-Melbourne grand final
1: Canberra-Melbourne I've got Raiders-Roosters All on right. to
0: NRLW on to NRLW Broncos versus Warriors so the Broncos and the Warriors clash at the iconic Sydney Cricket Ground in the final round of the Holden's Women's Premiership it's hard to say in the final round when it's only a four-week re- four competition. It really needs to be bigger and longer. The result could go a long way in determining the, the grand final makeup. The Broncos' victory will leave the Warriors vulnerable in their pursuit of a grand final spot, whilst the Warriors' win would put pressure on the Dragons to defeat the Roosters. The grandstand finish could also see the Broncos, Warriors and Dragons finish on two victories each with points differentials coming into play. Mate, how do you see this one?
1: I don't think anyone can stop the Broncos.
0: <laughs> it's crazy, right?
1: They lost eight players from there from last year, and there's it's just business as usual. Credits to the coaching staff up there, too.
0: Yeah, Corey Parker's on the coaching staff. Uh, who else is on the coaching staff up there?
1: Is Rick Stone the coach?
0: Yeah, I think Rick Stone might be the coach of the Broncos. But yeah, no, it's it's good. It's um look. I said it the first week we spoke about it. I said it last week with Trevor to the point where Trev and I and you were going to sit down and actually have a proper discussion about the NRLW and, and how we can better it. Um, it needs to be bigger. That's 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 just.
2: Canberra put
1: in a bid for next year. That's yeah, there's,
0: there's there's six teams. Canberra can, Canberra put a bid in. Melbourne's put a bid in. Sharks. Sharks. <laughs>
1: Knights
0: should be there, thereabouts. Well, it's Knights not should be there. Like the CRL, w, CRL Newcastle won the the Harvey Norman's Moon Premiership. It, it, it there's enough teams there to be able to to, to run ten teams over a twelve, thirteen weeks. <coughs> so um, yeah, it'd be interesting, mate. I reckon. Look, I want to see the Warriors win just so the Broncos can actually h- suffer defeat. So I'm going to tip the Warriors.
1: And then who goes through a points differential? <laughs> this is how the Roosters got through last year. Um, well, the
0: Roosters won't be that issue, that's for sure.
1: Exactly. Dragons have, haven't won a game. Dragons versus Roosters. So, Georgia Lloyd Dragons, and City Roosters face off in a final round clash at Likert over that could dictate the final placings ahead of the 2019 Holden Women's Premiership Grand Final. While all eyes will be on the Broncos Warriors' result a night earlier, a Broncos' victory will leave the Dragons and Roosters battling it out for a spot in the decider. If the Warriors defeat the Broncos, and the Dragons can advance on forward against with a victory over the Tricolours. A total of 15 players who represented New South Wales in the women's Holden State of Origin will clash on Sunday. The Roosters will field seven from the successful blue side, while the Dragons have eight players in their lineup. Retired hooker Kylie Hilda and Millie Boyle of the Broncos are the only two players missing. Broncos Dragons final, mate.
0: Well, it's not Millie Boyle Broncos, but we were talking about Dragons and Roosters. Hmm. Um, no,
1: they're the two players that are, that are in this. There's two players oh, that okay. are
0: probably, uh, Yeah. In the- yeah, no. Um, it's got me beat while they got this at Leichhardt Oval on Sunday.
1: Yeah, they should have played on t- Saturday before the big game? Oh, no. Because the Roosters are playing on Saturday, so it makes sense.
0: Yeah, you could have had the Roosters over at SCG. But they've got the Broncos and Warriors there, and they've got no game down Friday night before Raiders and Rabbits. But if they're going to play it Sunday, why don't they play it at Bankwest before the New South Wales Rugby League, Canterbury Cup, Grand Final? It's at Leichhardt. It's another standalone fixture because Ron Massey and Sydney Shield are playing on Saturday. It's... Look, it's it's great that it's another standalone fixture, but there's going to be f four people there other than family, and they're going to TV televise that game. <laughs> Sorry, I would have played at a bankwest before the grand final.
1: Probably between the matches.
0: Well, you, yeah, you start the you start the you start the bloody. Jersey flag at 12, that finishes by 145, this comes on at 2, two to 3, and oh, two, 2 to 3.30, and then you run that one for 3.30 to 5.30 right in prime time viewing when there's no other games. They have no idea. Uh, we just came up with that in the space of two minutes.
1: Uh, that's it, mate.
0: Incompetent people, again, running this game. They're smart in some areas, but they're not smart in others
1: exactly
0: so they're going to have the TV camera crew at up if that is going to be televised which is oh no doubt it will be because it's Fox the, it's, no which i the prestige that, that's the prestigious NRL women's game for teams and then you're going to have a TV crew over at Bankwest as well
1: got plenty of money sad so. Plenty of bullshit
0: um all right, guys, our content mentions for tonight NRL.com is where we get most of our information from, NSWRL.com.au, uh, Country Rugby League, New South Wales.com.au. Uh, for more information, you can listen to our podcast on the Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or you can hit us up on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash whistle RL. Instagram, the final whistle underscore RL, or email us on the final whistle at RL at hotmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Please share our podcast with your rugby League friends, family, and community. I uh, also want to thank uh, HQ Services Electrical for being sponsor in the later half of this year we look forward to working with you next year also pns dumpers who have just come on as well for season 2020 looking forward to getting on if anyone wants to help out um by sponsoring a segment uh for the final whistle all proceeds will go back into the junior rugby league where we can depending on obviously the money thing Guys, hit us up. Hit us up on, on the page if you want to be a, if you want to be a sponsor of our, of our growing podcast. Um, we're, we're open to nearly any offer um, to, to move forward. We want to grow this, this podcast and we want to grow the game of rugby league. Big, big plans for 2020. Uh, we will be dropping them shortly. Yeah, yeah, mid to late November guys thanks Ooh. again
1: final podcast to go next week grand final podcast a couple of weeks off and then up to the summer series
0: mate I'm going up to Bathurst to get pissed mate <laughs> my annual pilgrimage to the, to the mountain there we go alright guys thanks again and that's the
2: final whistle